Huge call from the All Blacks coach Ian Foster, who's decided to exclude the winger Mark Talia from selection for disciplinary reasons. He breached the protocol, um, nothing major, but uh, enough to keep him out of selection for this week. So um, still love him, he's trained well, happens. The All Blacks are going into the quarterfinal against Ireland as underdogs. The Herald's rugby writer Liam Napier is in France for us. Hey Liam. Hey Heather. What's Mark Talia done that's so bad? Well, in the eyes of the All Blacks, it is bad, Heather. In the eyes of, you know, I guess ordinary New Zealanders, it might not be bad. He he missed team curfew, essentially. He went out, is my understanding, for a night out and came back significantly after team curfew. I don't know exactly what time that is, but that was enough uh, to be stood down for what is a, a massive occasion. And I'm sure he, he'll be ruining that and uh, really re- regretting it now. How late after curfew was he out? Look, I'm not 100% sure. I think it might have been a couple of hours, but I'm not sure of of the finer details. All Blacks coach Ian Foster was pressed on it today and he was very tight-lipped other than to say that was a a punishment that they were comfortable with, that it had been discussed and he wasn't going to go into too many more details on it. Liam, Mark Talia has been one of the most outstanding players, right? If you're watching an All Blacks game at the moment, this is a guy that you notice. So is this a wise call from them? It's a risk because uh, if you look back to 2011, uh, what happened before the World Cup quarterfinal, the All Blacks, Corey Jane and Israel Dagg went out for a night out and the All Blacks at that point, uh, they fronted the senior leadership team, but Corey Jane actually played in that quarterfinal three days later and had a blinder. So very differing um, punishments on this uh, this occasion, but the All Blacks will bring in Leicester Whanganuku. He scored three tries in their last pool match against Uruguay. Uh, very powerful presence on the left wing, so they probably don't lose a lot, although he is a different player. So it's going to be interesting to see what, if any, tweaks they have to make to their game with such a, a change, a surprise change. So are you surprised that Cam Roygaard missed out? I am. I was sort of tipped off at 24 hours prior to that, but if it was up to me, Roygaard would be on the bench. There were some rumours circulating that Roygaard uh, did breach team curfew, but I asked Ian Foster about that at the press conference. He denied it, and you can only take him at face value. So uh, Roygaard, for me, brings so much more impact with his running threat, his size, Uh, but Ian Foster's favoured Finlay Christie for his defensive qualities. He thinks this is going to be a game where Ireland come at the All Blacks around the ruck, uh, particularly late in the game, and that's why Christie's got the nod. Okay, it seems to me that in order for us to win, the All Blacks have to play better than normal and the Irish have to play worse than normal. Is that fair? Yeah, that sounds like a a fair assumption. I'd go as far to say as the All Blacks have to produce the best performance of the Ian Foster era by quite some distance. This is a formidable Irish team. They won 29 of their last 30 tests, 17 tests in a row. They're the world number one, the World Cup favourites. Uh, so this is a, a massive challenge, and it's just the way that the draw has fallen that two of the world's four best teams are going to exit at this juncture. So it's a big challenge for the All Blacks, but they're making the right noises, and, and they seem up for it. So we'll find out in a couple of days. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.